0: Shabbat shalom, my beloved brethren, greetings to you, wherever you are, depending on your time and your location, may Yahuwah and Yahusha continue to bless and protect each and every one of you. My brethren, today we will continue with our lesson from last week concerning the the work of restoration of Yahuwah. When Adam and Eve disobeyed Yahuwah, he sent them out of paradise, but started to prepare the restoration work to restore humankind and bring them back to him. Throughout the Old Testament, we have seen several occasions when Yahuwah has sent a messenger to carry out his restoration work. Throughout history, we have seen God's people always turn away from him and betray him in the succeeding generations. As we learned last week, the Israelites were disobedient and needed restoration back to Yahuwah. We know that the great and dreadful day of Yahuwah is coming. However, before that day, Yahuwah is doing his restoration work to bring all his children home. So Yahuwah sent Elijah to prepare and restore the people of Israel to him. Yahuwah sends Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and their children to their fathers. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 24, verses 15 and 16, we find the prophecy of the calling of God's people in these last days. But history repeats itself. God's people in these last days will also end up betraying him. And whenever Yahuwah's people fall into apostasy, Yahuwah will always reserve or set apart a tiny remnant to continue to carry out the work of restoration. So too, at present, there is a remnant chosen by grace. And because we are in the midst of Yahuwah's restoration work. We need to learn from the work of Elijah, the prophet. The restoration work must be carried out by the wisdom of the righteous and through preaching the words of Yahuwah God in the spirit and power of Elijah. Now, our first question for today is. Who received the spirit and power of Elijah in the New Testament? The answer is found in the book of Luke, chapter 1, verse 13, and verse 16, down to 17, where it is written, but the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your prayer is heard. And your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you should call his name John, and he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord, to their Lord God. He will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready A people prepared for Yahuwah. So who received the spirit and power of Elijah in the New Testament? In the New Testament, John the Baptist received the spirit and power of Elijah. And what work was he to do with the spirit and power of Elijah given to him by Yahuwah? With the spirit and power of Elijah given to him by Yahuwah, John the Baptist will turn many people back to Yahuwah, their God. How will John turn many people back to Yahuwah? John will turn many people back, even the disobedient to the wisdom of the just He will turn back to Yahuwah by preparing them for Yahuwah. How will John the Baptist make ready a people prepared for Yahuwah? In the book of Matthew chapter 3, verse 1 down to 3, we can read, in those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the desert of Judea and saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is near. This is he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah, a voice of one calling in the desert. Prepare the way for Yahuwah, make straight paths for him. How will John the Baptist make ready a people prepared for Yahuwah? John the Baptist will make the people ready By preaching repentance to them. Repentance is the first step toward returning to Yahuwah. Without repentance, one cannot be brought back to Yahuwah God. But what is essential? In addition to repentance, so that people can return to Yahuwah God during the New Testament, During the New Testament, to return to Yahuwah, besides repentance, it is also essential to prepare the way to Yahuwah. Who is the way to Yahuwah, our God? The only way to Yahuwah, our God, is through Yahusha, the Messiah. Why is Yahusha, the Messiah, the only way? Yahusha, the Messiah, is the only way because Yahusha himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And Yahusha also said, no one goes to the Father except through me. Also, during this time, many anticipated the coming of the Messiah. Was John the Baptist sent to replace the Messiah? No. However, the one sent to prepare the people for the arrival of the Messiah was John the Baptist. Therefore, the work of John the Baptist was not to replace the Messiah, but to highlight and emphasize the coming of Yahusha, the Messiah. What was at the core and emphasis of John the Baptist preaching. At the core and the the emphasis of John the Baptist preaching was to highlight and emphasize the coming of Yahusha the Messiah. How did John the Baptist prepare the way to Yahuwah? In the book of Matthew chapter three, Verse 11 down to 15. It is written, I baptize you with water for repentance. But after me will come one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not fit to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand and he will clear his threshing flow, gathering his wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Then Yahusha came from Galilee to the Jordan to be baptized by John, but John tried to deter him saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you come to me? Yahusha replied, let it be so now. It is proper for you. It is proper for us to do this to fulfill all righteousness. Then John consented. How did John the Baptist prepare the way to Yahuwah? John the Baptist prepared the way to Yahuwah by emphasizing the greatness and power of Yahusha. John did not preach about himself, but he preached about Yahusha. John knew Yahusha was the way to Yahuwah God and that Yahusha would be able to send the Holy Spirit. So what did John the Baptist do when he saw Yahusha coming? When John saw Yahusha coming he said I need to be baptized by you and do you come to me but what did yahusha instruct john to do yahusha instructed john to baptize him why did yahusha instruct john the baptist to baptize him yahusha instructed john the baptist to baptize him to fulfill all righteousness according to the scriptures. After the baptism of Yahusha, what happened? In the book of Luke, chapter 3, verse 21, down to 23, we can read. One day, when the crowds were being baptized, Yahusha himself was baptized. As he was was praying, the heavens opened and the holy spirit in the bodily form descended on him like a dove and a voice from heaven said you are my dearly loved son and you bring me great joy yahusha was about 30 years old when he began his public ministry after the baptism of yahusha what happened? After the baptism of Yahusha, heaven opened and the Holy Spirit descended upon him. What was Yahuwah's testimony? Yahuwah's testimony was that Yahusha is his dearly beloved son. So now this became the sole message of John the Baptist that Yahusha is the son of God, the Messiah. What was Yahusha now prepared to do? Yahusha is now ready to start fulfilling his ministry. At the age of 30, he began his public ministry. What did the preaching of John the Baptist and the ministry of Yahusha represent? In the book of Matthew chapter 11, verse 11 down to 15, we can read the answer. I tell you the truth. Among those born of women, there has not risen anyone greater than John the Baptist. Yet, he who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, The kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing and forceful men lay hold of it. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. And if you are willing to accept it, he is the Elijah who was to come. He who has ears, let him hear. What did, what did the preaching of John the Baptist and the ministry of Yahusha represent The preaching of John the Baptist and the ministry of Yahusha represent that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. How does one benefit from the kingdom of heaven? One can benefit from the kingdom of heaven by accepting it. What does it mean? for those who accept the kingdom of heaven? All who accept the kingdom of heaven, for them, John the Baptist is the Elijah who was to come. All who have ears, let them hear. What was the purpose of the spirit and power of Elijah? At this time, the spirit and power of Elijah were to usher in the kingdom of heaven through the messiah Yahusha. i thank you for listening my brethren the remaining part of this lesson will continue with my beloved brother John.
1: thank you for listening shabbat shalom brothers and sisters in the faith as we have learned in our worship service today And also in our worship service in the past week, we understand that the work of restoration during the first century began with John the Baptist preaching about repentance. And also the work and ministry of our King Yahushua when he died and was buried and resurrected. And so he preached the gospel so that people can be ushered into the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God. This represents the work of restoration. However, when our king Yahushua and when John the Baptist began their ministry and work, were they accepted by the people of Israel? Let's continue our studies here in the book of Matthew 17, 10 to 13. The disciples asked him, why then do the teachers of the law say that Elijah must come first? Yahushua replied, to be sure, Elijah comes and will restore all things. But I tell you, Elijah has already come, and they did not recognize him, but have done to him everything they wished, in the same way the Son of Man is going to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he was talking to them about John the Baptist. And so when John the Baptist and our King and Mashiach Yahushua began their public ministry, to represent the work of restoration? Were they accepted by the people of Yahuwah, the people of Israel? Bible says no, because the prophet Elijah's spirit for him to have an effect in the hearts of people receiving the preaching of John the Baptist and the preaching of the gospel, they had to be moved to repentance, but they did not, they rejected, what was preached by John the Baptist. They rejected what was preached by Mashiach Yahusha, And because of this, to them, Elijah has not yet come. What is the purpose and spirit of Elijah? Bible says it is to restore all things. You see, in the first century, during the first advent of our King Yahushua, our King Yahusha. He began the work of restoration, but that work of restoration is not yet complete. One reason why it's not complete is because they were rejected by the people of Israel. As a matter of fact, do you know how many accepted our King Yahushua and were baptized into his body? How many? A very small remnant. What happened to the rest of Israel? They rejected Mashiach, they rejected John the Baptist. In fact, they killed John the Baptist and crucified our king, Messiah Yahushua. This is why that small remnant of Israel in the first century, it did not continue. They they did not represent the totality of Israel. However, because of Yahuwah's mercy and Yahuwah's compassion, he used that as an opportunity to show grace and mercy. Because you see, Yahuwah was not shocked when the people of Israel rejected the king. He knew that all along. But he will use the mistakes of individuals and can cause them to work together for good. You know what our, king, our father Yahuwah did? He took that as an opportunity to graft in who? The Gentiles. Yes. The kingdom was presented to Israel. Israel rejected it. The Gentiles are grafted in now. This is why we have what is called the age of the Gentiles. And apostle Paul was called into his ministry. Unfortunately, not long after the death of the apostles, what happened during the age of the Gentiles, we know pagan influences crept in and it changed the truth about Yahuwah. And so before, Yahuwah, according to the first command, is the only true God. But now they have what is called the Trinity. In one God, there are three persons. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. But Yahushua did not teach that. What he taught was the Father is the only true God. Not only that, we also found out because of the age of the Gentiles, they began to remove Sabbath. They began to remove any kind of Jewish influence like the Ten Commandments. And they also began to introduce the worship of images. And so what needs to happen? Restoration again. This is why what is the prophecy in the book of Malachi all about? Let's read what it says in the book of Malachi 4, 5 to 6. See, I will send you the prophet Elijah. I want to pause there for a while. Is it true that the prophet Elijah, his spirit, was sent in the first century? What is your answer? Yes, but only a small remnant responded. Will Yahuwah again send the spirit of the prophet Elijah? Yes. When will this take place? Before that great and dreadful day of Yahuwah comes, he will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children. The hearts of the children to their fathers or else I will come and strike the land with a curse. And so according to Yahuwah's plan and purpose, what will he do when the end is near? He will again send that spirit of restoration. When specifically? Before, before the great and dreadful day of Yahuwah comes. Do you know when that day is? The great and dreadful day of Yahuwah. That is the second advent of our Mashiach, Yahusha. If you still remember before the ministry of Yahusha, our king, John the Baptist, operating under the spirit and power of Elijah, he did the work of preparing the first advent of our king. And so before the second advent, Yahusha was gonna do something else. He's also gonna do the same thing. He's going to send the spirit of Elijah. And what? will happen because of the spirit of restoration, the hearts of the fathers in the first century and the hearts of the children in the second century. Because when you think about the first century, most of them were from the tribe tribe of Judah and Benjamin. Apostle Paul came from the tribe, the tribe of Benjamin. But during the end times, there's going to be a gathering of the people of the 10 tribes of Israel. So collectively, they're going to be reunited under the banner of our King Yahushua, under the headship of our King Yahushua, restoration through Yahushua, including all the Gentiles. This is the plan of our father, Yahuwah. No one might say, well, brother, who is that Elijah that will preach? Who is that Elijah during the end times before the great and dreadful day of Yahuwah? You know who that is? That's the assembly of Yahushua. You see in the first century, it was one man. What's his name again? John the Baptist. It can only be him because before John the Baptist, the Holy Spirit was only given individually, not collectively. When was the Spirit given collectively to the body of Yahushua? On the day of Pentecost. Brethren, during these last days, who represents the preaching of the prophet Elijah the spirit of restoration that would be all of us all of us this is why we're gathered together today because we work with the spirit and power of Elijah because we now have that spirit because we have the Holy Spirit through our King Yahushua what must we commit in doing let's read what it says in the book of Revelation 14 12 to 13 this means that God's holy people must endure persecution patiently, obeying his commands and maintaining their faith in Yahushua. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, Write this down. Blessed are those who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, they are blessed indeed, for they will rest from their hard work for their good deeds. Follow them. What should we commit to do? Because we, as the assembly of Yahushua, have received the power and spirit of Elijah, the Holy Spirit, through our King Yahusha HaMashiach. We have to use that strength and power to proclaim and obey the commandments of Yahuwah. We may have and receive persecution because of this, but that's part of our work to endure. You notice what our King tells us? Concerning the people of God, the people of God do not have it easy. I wish I can tell you, brethren, if you belong to the assembly of Yahushua, if you are a part of the body of our King, everything's going to be smooth sailing. Everything's going to be easy. I wish I can tell you that. But that's not what our King says. The Bible says there will be persecution along the way. And so, what are we called to do? We need to endure patiently. How can we endure patiently? Keep obeying the commandments of Yahuwah Abba. What is the promise if we keep obeying the commandments of Yahuwah Abba? Bible says we will rest from our hard work. And so let us continue to proclaim the work of restoration. Let us make the 10 commandments honorable. What else must we do? We must maintain faith in our King. Yahusha, until when? Until death. Bible says those who die in Lord Yahusha, they will receive salvation and everlasting life. Are we maintaining our faith in Yahusha? Are we growing our faith in Yahusha? Because we all know about the human tendency, right? The human tendency is in the beginning, they have ardent faith in our King. But soon enough, it begins to dissipate. It begins to transfer to something else. They place their faith in human wisdom. They place their faith in human strength and power. What we need to do is maintain and grow our faith in who? In our King Yahusha. Are we doing that? Are we developing our faith in our Mashiach? This is what we are called upon to do. Well, how can we know? If our faith in Yahusha is growing, let's read what it says in the book of Romans 10, 9 to 13. If you confess with your mouth that Yahusha is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by confessing with your mouth that you are saved. As the scriptures tell us, anyone who trusts in him will never be disgraced. Jew and Gentile are the same in this respect. They have the same Lord who gives generously to all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of Yahuwah will be saved. How can we know? If we're able to maintain, preserve, to grow our faith in Yahushua, we make Yahushua Lord. Some people, what they want is for Yahusha to be their savior. But they don't want Yahusha to be their Lord. How many here want Yahusha to be their savior? We all want that. But guess what? If we want Yahusha to be our savior, we need to first make him what?
0: Our Lord.
1: Do you know what the word Lord means? It means master, the one who is to be obeyed. In other words, if we truly have faith, in our King Yahusha. We need to make him the leader in our life. Everything we do, we ask ourselves, is this what Yahusha wants me to do? What does Yahusha instruct me to do at this moment? Let us be influenced in mind, be influenced in heart to do what our King Yahusha tells us to do. This is how we can develop our faith in Yahusha This is why, as the assembly of Yahusha, we are called witnesses of Yahusha. Did you know that? Before Yahusha went to heaven, he spoke to his disciples and he says, You are my witnesses. You are to witness for me. This is why we're going to witness for our king. And when we witness for our king, I think it begins with the name. This is why we profess the name of Yahusha. We don't use the name Jesus. Why not? Because the name Jesus does not have a meaning. It does have a meaning in Hebrew, it means the horse, right? But Jesus in English, it has no meaning. But the name Yahusha, it has a beautiful meaning. It means I am he who saves. This is why when we confess with our mouth the name Yahusha, not the name Jesus, but the name Yahusha, we at the same time express our faith that he is our savior. How How did he become our savior? because he died and was resurrected that we might be saved. And so we proclaim the name Yahuwah, we proclaim the name Yahusha, and we live our life in complete trust in our King and Mashiach Yahusha. Brothers and sisters, the end is already at hand. I don't know if you will agree with me. When you look at what's happening in the world, world war taking place, Because there's so many conflicts in the world today, we can practically call what's happening now in the world world war. We don't need a historian to label it as such. Violence, terrorism, lack of peace everywhere, economic collapse. Brothers and sisters, Yahuwah is shaking us up. He's telling us to prepare for the second advent. And what we do to prepare is to proclaim our King Yahusha as we get closer and closer to the end of the ages, what must become of our King Yahushua? Let's read what it says in the book of John three twenty six to 30. So John's disciples came to him and said, Rabbi, the man you met on the other side of the Jordan River, but when you identify as the Messiah, is also baptizing people. And everybody is going to him instead of coming to us. John replied, No one can receive anything unless God gives it from heaven. You yourselves know how plainly I told you I am not. I am not the Messiah. I'm only here to prepare the way for him, the Messiah. It is the bridegroom who marries the bride. The best man is simply glad to stand with him and hear his vows, therefore, I am filled with joy at his success. He must become greater and greater. And I must become less, and less. Brothers and sisters, now that we are getting closer and closer to the end of the age and the kingdom of God is at hand. What needs to happen? Yahusha must become greater. And greater. You see, this is what John the Baptist wants in the first century when he received the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Restoration, the Spirit of Elijah. He came to prepare the coming of our King Yahushua. When he was there preaching, he became the went to the background. He became less and less. Who needs to become more and more? Our King Yahusha. This is what we need to do. This is why brothers and sisters in the faith, we are revamping our website. We are revamping our Facebook page and we will be utilizing another platform. It's called Faith Life. And we will be using all these tools so that we can become better, more efficient witnesses of our King Yahushua. We're going to begin our discipleship program, so that those who belong to the assembly of Yahushua, they will have Yahushua in their life, greater and greater degree. And also proclaiming Yahusha and witnessing about him more and more in preparation for his second coming. He's coming soon, brethren. And so now that we are preparing for that day, and as we endure many problems in this life, what should we do? What should we do? Every time we experience tribulation, every time we experience crisis, every time we experience loss and tragedy in life, because the truth of the matter is life is not easy. It is difficult. It's difficult for all people, including those who are disciples of our King Yahusha. But what must we do though? Whenever we feel like giving up, because as human beings sometimes, yes, we do feel like giving up. This is what the apostles instruct us to do in the final passage of our studies, Hebrews 12, 2 down to 3. We do this by keeping our eyes on Yahushua, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor besides God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. Brothers and sisters in the faith, when we go through tribulation, when there are these points in our life when we feel weary, we feel tired, and we want to give up, what must we do? The Bible says keep your eyes fixed upon Yahushua. Meditate on him, his name. Keep your eyes fixed upon the Father, our Father, Yahuwah. Why must we keep our eyes fixed upon Yahusha? That is the way by which we perfect our faith. You see, the Bible tells us we need to grow our faith. We need to allow Yahusha to be greater and greater in our life, that our witness about Yahusha can be greater and greater. But how can we fix? Our eyes upon Yahusha. Go pray to him. Ask him to let that you may experience his presence in your life. We can always go to Yahushua. Doesn't matter where we are in the world. It doesn't matter what time of day it is. 24-7. If we ask our king Yahushua for help, he will be there. He will be in our hearts any time of the day this is what we need to learn we need to practice the presence of our king yahusha in every moment of our life but if there's a best time an opportunity for us to really keep our eyes upon yahusha do you know when that is it's when we assemble together in the precious name of yahusha what is the promise of yahusha when we assemble together in his name yahusha says i will be there in their midst brethren this is our worship service. When we worship, when we're gathered together, and we focus our hearts upon our King Yahusha, it strengthens our faith. This is why the devil, he does not want us to worship together. That's the work of the enemy, you know. The enemy's work is to try and keep us away from assembling in the name of Yahushua. Because he does not want that we will be gathered in worship services like this. He will destroy that. It's a good thing many of our brothers and sisters in the assembly. When our ability to worship is threatened. They respond with faith. We have so many brethren texting and emailing us today. Because for some reason they were not able to use the YouTube or the Facebook for worship. And they were concerned, but they always had this encouraging words, brother don't worry, we will find a way. It is because of their faith. Remember, we don't take attendance. We don't compel any of you to worship, but you choose that on your own accord. That tells me there's only one reason, you love Yahushua and you want to be gathered together in his precious name to keep our eyes upon him. This is what we need to continue to do. There may be those who will hinder our worship, but Yahushua, our King, he will prevail and he will give us that opportunity. Graces be unto our Father. We're able to gather today in the name of his Son. And so at this moment, why not pray to our Father? Why not pray to his Son? Why not ask for the things that you need? Yahushua's promise is that he is in our midst. Wherever you are, through the Holy Spirit, he can touch your life. He can change your life. He can transform your life. Whatever it is we're facing, whatever burden we're carrying, he will speak to us. Do you know a question that our King Yahusha asks to his disciples? Perhaps today he will ask this question to all of us. The question is this, are you willing to bear the cross for me? Yahushua endured the cross for us. He suffered for us. And now he's gonna ask us, are you willing to do the same? Brothers and sisters, I will let you answer that question on your own. But do not give that answer to anyone else before we stand together as a congregation. Why not close your eyes? Fix your eyes upon Yahushua by faith. Give him your answer let him know what you have decided you can say to him yahushua you loved me so much you endured the cross i will bear the cross for you i will carry suffering for you because i love you too the more the more we turn to our king yahushua the more strength we have because we know that same joy that was given to our king yahushua is given to each and every one of us and so brethren, do not give up. Yahusha did not give up because he loves us. Let us not give up and hold on to and maintain our faith in our loving king, Yahushua. Let us stand and we shall pray together. Everlasting Abba, Yahuwah, Yahuwah, God of compassion, God of love, mercy, and grace. This work belongs to you. This is not the work of man. We are but participants. We are but instruments. Yes, we are flawed in our own ways. We are far from perfect. But the work goes on because your grace and love overcomes our sin. We confess to you our transgressions, our trespasses. May you cleanse us as we heed the work of restoration, which begins with true repentance. We return to you now from heaven, whatever may be our sins, forgive us now. Look at all the households throughout the world, whatever may be our burden, if it is heavy and causes us to stumble, lighten please our load help us to gain strength to carry them you my the source of all things you can give us the power of your spirit today loving father kindly look upon every family look upon our sons and our daughters that they will have true faith a trusting faith in you and in mashiach be kind and compassionate to our parents Provide for their needs, help them to overcome sicknesses and may you help us to work together as one from all over the world under the banner of your son, our King Yahushua. We know we're going to go through hard times. We know our faith will be tested, but we also know that you are available for your disciples We want to do our best to please you at all times. If there are those who may be weak and sick among us, strengthen and heal us please and help us to be noble, loyal and witnessing for you all the days of our life. Father, thank you so much for blessing the work of the assembly. Thank you for blessing everyone here. Please prepare us especially when you will soon send your begotten Son. We ask everything, loving Abba, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahusha HaMashiach. Amen. May Yahuwah Abba's unfailing love and tender mercies overshadow us. The memory and peace of Yahushua HaMasiyah strengthen us. The constant companionship of the Ruach Kadash be with all of us now and forever. Amen.